decision-making is not easy. It's like a muscle that you have to continuously use in order to make stronger. And you start with making small decisions. And as you get used to it, you start making bigger decisions. So small things like, where do you want to live? How much rent can you afford? What kind of stuff that you need for your house? How much money are you going to save? It's all different when you had to do it yourself. It also gives you a tremendous amount of empowerment. It gives you a feeling that you can now do things on your own without asking for help. In most in most societies, in most cultures, asking for help is considered a sign of weakness. Welcome to Gladiatrix. I am woman and hear me roar. I'm your host, Malini Sarma. Every week, I will be speaking with women from all over the world who will be sharing their journeys, their stories about overcoming their fears and achieving great things that they thought they never could. So if you don't want to miss a story, make sure you subscribe. Thank you, thank you, thank you to the amazing, beautiful, badass women who have been guests on this show. I had a mission to travel to every country in the world, but since that didn't work out, my new mission is to speak to at least one woman from every country in the world. There are 193 countries, and I still have at least 180 to go. So... If you know of somebody who has an amazing story to tell, let me know. I'm all years. You can reach me on Instagram at Malani Sarma, on my website, malanisarma.com, or on Facebook at Malani Sarma, M-A-L-I-N-I-S-A-R-M-A. Hello, this is your host, Malani Sarma. It has been one year since the launch of the Gladiatrix podcast. It is now July, and I figured this would be a perfect time for reflections. As I look back at the year gone by, there has been a lot of changes. Some required, some forced. For those of you who are listening for the first time or are coming into the podcast for the first time or don't know who I am, a little background about my story. In 2019, I was laid off from my job. At the age of 50, I used that opportunity to pack my bags and travel the world on my own. This was a first for me. While I made that trip, I had some amazing experiences, saw beautiful places, made some awesome friends. But it was time to come back. As I landed in the United States, the world was already in the throes of a pandemic. I got home just in time before they shut down the borders. Now, I had to learn to live in a house and not have to leave after having lived out of a backpack and pretty much living anywhere and everywhere. This gave me some time to reflect and I decided to start a podcast to talk about the stories of all the wonderful people and the amazing journeys that I had. As I started putting the podcast together, 
I realized that I wanted to tell stories about women, specifically women of color. But as I started speaking to more and more women, I realized I could see a theme. Most of us are strong women, definitely stronger of the species, ability to take on multiple tasks, manage multiple projects, raise a family, and still somehow manage to carve some time to do things that we are passionate about. Because of my love for travel, I wanted to be the first brown woman to have traveled to every single country in the world. There are 193 countries, and I knew this was no small feat. But the pandemic managed to kind of throw a wrench in the works. And so I decided to instead be the first woman to speak to at least one woman from in every country in the world. And so the mission of my, that is how my mission of my podcast was created. Today, I have spoken to women from at least 19 countries, and I still have about 174 to go. So if you know of somebody who would be a great candidate for this podcast and who has an amazing story to tell, definitely let me know and send them my way. I would be really, really grateful. Now, having come back to the United States, I realized that I had to do something with my time, and that's how the podcast was born. But for those of you who don't know, I was born and raised in India, and now have lived in the United States longer than I was in my home country. I came to the U.S. as a student, studied over here, raised a family, had multiple jobs, laid off multiple times, and... I am proud to say that I have been a phenomenal parent, raised two very independent children who are doing fine on their own. But when it comes to me, I realized that I now had time to pursue the things that I was passionate about. So having come back after traveling the world was a huge accomplishment. Because that proved to me that I was able to survive on my own in lands that I had never been to, to places and languages that I was not aware of, and learning how to f- navigate through new situations. But a random conversation b- brought up the fact that I was not independent. And I didn't know how to make a decision because I hadn't paid, didn't know how to pay bills. It kind of made me think, could a person who has not paid a bill be able to raise children who know how to pay bills? It kind of made me wonder if I should try that out as an experiment You know, after all, I've taught them how to do that. Maybe I could do that myself. So I found a job, packed my bags, and moved out of the Midwest to the East Coast. And I had to start making decisions. 
Decision-making is not easy. It's like a muscle that you have to continuously use in order to make stronger. And you start with making small decisions. And as you get used to it, you start making bigger decisions. So small things like, where do you want to live? How much rent can you afford? What kind of stuff that you need for your house? How much money are you going to save? It's all different when you had to do it yourself. It also gives you a tremendous amount of empowerment. It gives you a feeling that you can now do things on your own without asking for help. In most in most societies, in most cultures, asking for help is considered a sign of weakness. So having been brought up in a household or in a family or in a culture that or in a generation that doesn't encourage you to stand up and speak your truth, this was a major paradigm shift for me. Not only was I making decisions on my own, but I also was speaking my mind. What you are not hearing in all this conversation is all the drama that happens when you actually stand up and say something. So keeping that in mind, it was not easy. But I was determined to do this because after all, you only have one life. If you don't try it, how do you know if it worked? And I'm still living with figuring things out. So now keep in mind, I'm an immigrant, brown, South Asian woman living in the U.S. and trying to figure things out. It's hard. It's really hard when you don't have the kind of community that you're used to back home, you know, people that you could talk to and just ask questions and not have to worry about judgment and people pointing fingers or saying things. And and I'm sure there are other communities like that, you know, with is, is the same kind of thing. But I'm of a different generation. Most of the people, as I started to look online, most of the people are in their 20s and their 30s and they're still figuring out life. I feel like I'm living my 20s and my 50s. And it's not easy because when I go online, I don't find those people. I don't see other people who are like me. And it was, you know, it's, it's, it's great to see that people are talking about topics that I was told we shouldn't be talking about. So that was a, a whole new thing for me. But it just kind of bothered me that I couldn't find other women just like me. So, you know what? If you can't find it, you just create your own. And so I started the Brown Woman Collective. And that's basically for women of color who are immigrant. And if they want a safe space and a non-judgmental awareness, somebody who would have your back, where you could talk about anything and everything under the sun, 
doesn't matter whether it was kids or boundaries or menopause or jobs or just learning to deal with situations and what to say and you know and and I I'm starting to find that there are other people who do want to talk about stuff they didn't know that they could because we were brought up in a time where creating waves was not encouraged but then you know um history rarely talks about women who behave and you only have one life so you might as well make the most of it have fun while you're doing it and this was my way of trying to see how how I can make a difference so if you know of somebody or if you are listening and you think that this is something that could help you, you know, reach out, send me a note, send me an email, DM me. Um, my website is malanisarma.com. Definitely reach out. We meet once a month at this time. And as we grow, I'm sure we'll have more things planned. But for right now, this is how um, we're going ahead. Now, having talked about decision-making, the other part that I find fascinating and at the same time struggling with is entrepreneurship. Nobody prepares you for that. The ups and downs that happen, not on a daily or monthly, but literally on a minute-by-minute basis, is can be debilitating at times it's like actually watching like this it's like watching the stock market you know you could get in your own way and stop progress or you could get out of the way and you could do so many things in just like one hour or you could not do anything for weeks and that could really hurt your business but at the end of the day entrepreneurship is all about mindset and that is something that I learned just recently. In fact, just l- watching all the Instagram stories and talking to people and looking at the different websites online. I just find that absolutely fascinating that the mind is so powerful that you can manifest anything and everything that you want. It's that simple. But at the same time, that is the most difficult thing to do. Because the moment you say, don't think of the elephant. That's all you can think about is the elephant. So the other thing that I, I'm really passionate about and that really, really strikes a chord in me, which actually started off this whole conversation, my whole journey, is financial independence. This country, unfortunately, does not prepare you for that. They have all the bells and whistles. They talk about anything and everything, but they don't prepare you for that. Doesn't, it doesn't matter whether you're in, in elementary school, in middle school or high school, even when you're at your job. And when you come in here, especially over here, the, the debt, they, they live off of the credit card. If you have credit and you have a credit card, you're golden. Most, in most cultures, you don't want to go into debt. 
you know, but then that was a different time, a different place. They managed things differently. There was a time when you started a job and you stayed there for 30 years and they took care of you after you retired. Nowadays, you could have five jobs and there's no loyalty. So financial independence is something that I'm extremely passionate about, especially since in the culture that I come from, they don't talk about money. It's a, it's a taboo topic, just like sex. Nobody talks about money. Yet, we have more women who are below the poverty line. There are more women struggling to make ends meet because they don't have spouses or they don't have the knowledge. So I'm really, really passionate about the fact um, that everybody should know how to manage their money, me included. The first thing I did was I signed up for a financial workshop so I could understand all the different nuances. What does it mean? What is net worth? What are your expenses? What is this debt ratio? What are your 401k? How much should you keep? What is the maximum that you should have? What is a Roth IRA? How much, um, how do you do fire? Even though I'm in my fifties, I mean, I still want, I don't want to be working forever. Do, how do I start my own business? What's an LLC? What's the difference between S Corp and C Corp? What is a credit score? How much should it be? Uh, can I check my score every day? Is that going to impact my credit score? How do I get a credit card? Which credit card should I get? What's points hacking? How do I make money off of that? Or how can I get bonuses from that? Which is the best card to have? So many questions. So many questions. So this was such an important topic for me because me, me myself is going through understanding how these different things work. So I decided to create a blog and I have a website and I started creating a blog and started writing about it. I've only started writing about it. But when you think about it, whether it is entrepreneurship or it is wellness, health, financial independence, freedom, all of that is connected. If you are not happy in any one of those, all of the other ones get affected. So for some of you who know me, I'm also a dancer, a classically trained, uh, Indian classically trained Bharatanatyam dancer, which has a lot of emphasis on yoga. And in yoga, it's all about balance. You have the breath has is very, very powerful. The brain is very powerful. You have control over your mind with meditation. You can slow down the aging process. You can control, with breath control, you can control disease. You can make sure that your um, organs are strong. There are so many different ways to control your body, make sure that you don't fall sick, make sure that you're happy, but then you remember happiness is a state of mind. So if you are balanced, you will be able to do whatever you need to do. But you know, life has a way of throwing curveballs at you. And it's not about what happens uh, when you get hurt or 
when you know when something goes wrong it's about what you do with the situation do you curl up into a ball and and cry and never get out or do you get up dust the you know dust dust off and stand up and say i'm just going to go ahead anyway so when you think about it the mindset is super important at the end of the day it's about what you do so i i just wanted to talk about the reflection in the, in the past year i went from not knowing how to do a podcast or anything to starting a podcast doing it for a year having a mission to in, interview women from all over the world at least one country from every one woman from every country in the world to starting my own business and learning how to do the finances i'm a mess i don't know half these things i'm just figuring it out i see these youngsters who like have figured things out and making millions i don't i don't aspire to do that i don't think i'm going to make a million in 30 days or anything like that but i'm just fascinated with the processes and the strategies and the systems that people have in place because i think if you can work smarter instead of working harder that would actually that would actually make a lot of difference there is no code there is a lot of uh, applications there are a lot of shortcuts there's a lot of apps there's a lot of people that are willing to help and i am just thankful that i'm in a time and in a space where i can leverage all of that i'm thankful to my friends i'm thankful to my family i'm thankful to all the amazing people that i have met and i will be meeting in the future that takes me on this fabulous journey and i can't wait to see where the rest of the year takes me so thank you for listening and i hope you will follow me on my journey um if you would like to know more about the brown woman collective please follow me on malinisarma.com um check it out send me a note i am on instagram malinisarma and if you want to know more about what i do and what i write about check out my blog malinisarma.com so i will be talking to you soon thank you for listening thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe and if you love the show please leave a review just remember you could be one story away from being inspired